I do have to say that I am enjoying this new mics mixer, like, a lot. The fact that I can just click two buttons yeah, and stop the music and move us over. And also, the best button in the world is in this thing. Now, I know I've told you about it, Will. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't told Chad about it. Yes, uh, <laughs> you should tell Chad. The Wave Gain Lock. Some applications automatically adjust your microphone's gain. Enable Wave Gain Lock to prevent that behavior. <laughs> How many times have I been sitting here going, Why is my mic going down? Why is this happening? so god damn it what why people thinking i'm going i'm low yeah it's also got a really cool feature that has um it's called enhanced low cut feature in clip guard it's a low cut feature eh? yeah Mm. can't show it on twitch might get dmca'd or uh break the tops (laughs) (laughs) james why do you never show yourself off from the waist down? Because I don't want to... Uh, sometimes I'm just tossing myself off to the toss. Yeah, that was a bad one. I'm not awake this morning, people. To give, cut me some slack. Also, we didn't talk about video games. We just talked about F1 for 15 minutes. So this is going to be a great <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and also, I can see... Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? Welcome to the Game on Flesh Up podcast. I am Lord Team Maker, aka Will McKellar, and joining me, as always, is James Atkinson. Oh yeah, I did notice that you're not showing up, Will. I, yep. I'm, working, I'm working on that. I am working on that. Come on, I had I had to give the people what they want, you know, a sexual innuendo jo- joke, and another joke before we even get started. Hell yeah! <laughs> Welcome into the Game of Plus Out podcast. Today we we do have a nice-ish content dump, a creative content dump. And then it's going to be another small one because, you know, we're at Christmas time. The things are winding down now. The last big thing next week is the Games Awards where Jeff Keighley and his best mate decide, you know, it's, you know, yeah, we're going to show some games off and I'll give some awards out to people. And then that's it. New Year. Yep. I have, I have a rumor mill thing about uh, Jeff Keighley's best mate. Yeah. About his next game. Is it a horror game and is it Silent Hill? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, As per this piece of media, Kojima Productions' new game is set in the modern era and has mechs and monsters. Um, Hmm. Yep, so Death Stranding is now a year old. By the way, Death Stranding a year old. Jesus. Uh, Kojima Production will rest on his laurels for its success. This is a n- article from Segment Next. Uh, mm-hmm. I will just read the first two paragraphs. Um, the team is now officially hiring for a brand new project, and some information points to a new game being a sequel to Death Stranding or another mech-related video game. Is there any chance of Death Stranding 2 being in development? Kojima has made an official announcement that they have started to develop on a brand new game. To do so, they are opening up positions for programmers. Um, and then it just kind of goes on about all of this kind of stuff. But it sounds like it's going to be modern era uh, with mechs and um, monsters. Which immediately makes me think, okay, 
you worked with Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. He, he did Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you have the mech designer that you worked for and that you did stuff with for uh, Zone of the Enders. Like, Guillermo del Toro met, you know, Kaiju design. Keito Kojima's mech design put into a modern-based video game. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. I will take that. He made his he made his weird indie game, right? Yes, he did. Hato Kojima basically just trolled the shit out of us and said, Oh my god, you'll play anything. <laughs> we see if we saw Firelight and went, let's fucking do that. <laughs> kind of <laughs> That's Hideo Kojima now texting yeah, you. Exactly. He heard he's talking shit. Um, but yeah, it's uh it sounds good. I'm excited. Yeah. So, uh the other <sighs> bits of news. Um The Witcher. If you are a fan of The Witcher, and I'm not talking about the Witcher 3. I'm talking about the original Witcher. I'm talking about the original Witcher indeed. The because the enhanced edition director's cut is free forever. On GOG Galaxy. Yes. Uh, to get CD Projekt uh, Fantasy role-playing game, you have to download the GOG app, go to Recent View, and click and click to claim the Witcher. That the game should show up in your games library, inside the app, and GOG, your GOG collection. So, yeah. Hey, if you haven't played it, <laughs> now's the time, because it's got the low, low price of free. Free forever. Free forever. I mean, how's that for an early Christmas present for you? Um, we should also mention that Cyberpunk is five days away. Yep. It is indeed. This is finally here for some people. Uh, CD Projekt Red have asked people not to stream it before Wednesday night. And they did tell you that they will take it down. Yep. So they gave you fair warning. So, yeah, that's what, hey, they're, they're in their right. But did you notice what they said after that? They said, afterwards, please stream the content, put videos out. We want to see how you play in our game. And um, I heard there's two settings in CD Pro in the game that are the, the thing that people have been calling for. Number one, they have a streamer, own, they have a streamer mode, yep. which will take any of the DMCA-able music. And replace it, not cut it out, replace it with non-DCMA music that fits in the same way, in the in the same mood. So, mm -hmm. already, yay. Second is, it has motion blur in the game. It defaults to off. So motion blur in this game is off as a default instead of having to go into the settings and turn it off. It's the, it's the little things. It's the little uh, things. You are being asked a question about games awards. <laughs> issue Ring. I mean, it's Jeff Keighley. You never know. You may yeah, call he might be talking about software. 
Is, is it going to be weird again? Wasn't like last? Wasn't the last award award show that they did Jeff Keeley like sitting in a room by himself, talking to screens, and then cutting over to a random girl and be like, "This award, this award goes to X." And you're just, and we're listening. I'm like, this is really weird. And, and like, oh, that was yeah, that was um for Gamescom, wasn't it? That was Gamescom opening night. Yeah, wasn't that weird? Is it going to be like that? Well, I mean, it's not because they have like Gal Gadot and. You know, the Swedish chef and Tom Holland. Yep. Yep. It's going to be different. Because, you know, that's exactly what Gal Gadot expected with her career. Is, you know, she became Wonder Woman, started to do all these fancy movies, and now headlining the video game awards with Tom Holland and the Swedish (laughs) chef. You know, you peaked in your career right there. 2020 is a weird fucking year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, we need to have F's in the chat right now. Mm-hmm. Flash is now dead. It's December 2020. Flash is now no longer sur- being supported by Adobe. There you go. Flash is now. The F is in chat. The F is in chat. Rip Newgrounds, which has its own thing now. It has its own player you can watch it on. Rip Newgrounds. Homestar Runner. Literally, like, beginning of internet meme culture. Out my teenage years, right there. Yeah. In early 20s. <sighs> but you know one thing that isn't dead? What? Emulation. But do you know where the emulation is happening? Not where it's supposed to. Exactly. <laughs> so... Ladies and gentlemen, if you do have an Xbox Series X or S, and you want to emulate your PlayStation 2 games onto it, you can. Because uh, the there is a video going about uh, that should be on YouTube from Modern Vintage Gamer shows several classic Sony games like God of War running on an Xbox. Because it's uh, if you put it into developer mode... The Xbox hardware can run a thing called Universal Windows Platform, uh, which such has open software retro emulations from RetroArch. Yes. So, number one, uh, how long until that video gets taken down? Number two, how long until his Xbox Xbox or anything he bought for that, like his gamer tag and stuff, gets pulled down? Mm. Number three... How long until the police call him? Because as we all know, you can only emulate if you own the hardware and software. I'm gonna use. She very turns off and goes, "Look, they're all here." Oh, okay. Where's this PlayStation Two? Yeah, that's the thing. You can still own own PS Two stuff. That's what I'm gonna say. Like you know, this this just sounds like. Having a PlayStation Two with more steps, <laughs> <laughs> or having a pl- or having a PlayStation Three with more steps. So this PlayStation Two is amazing. Picture PS PS Two does that count? <laughs> I bought the brand new hottest console on the market. You know what I'm going to do with it? Play games from 25 years ago from a different system generation. Because that's what I spent all this money on. <laughs> Fuck Fortnite. Fuck Cyberpunk. 
I mean, I kind of did last year. I um, I bought Roll Cage last year, if you remember, and played that on my PS3. And that's like PS1. <laughs> that, listen, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, <laughs> but did you buy your PS3 specifically so you could play PS1 games? No. Or sorry, I should say, did you buy your PS3 to specifically play Xbox One games? No, not my PS3 to play Xbox One games. No, because that this that's I bought this Xbox to play PlayStation One games and PlayStation Two games. I mean, surely you know if you wanted to do that, you'd buy a Retron. Yeah, or because you know have the old Retron Five. Or you wait a couple months because they're probably going to have this all released on the PlayStation Store when you have PSN access, anyways. If you have a PlayStation. Oh, I hope they do something like that. They where they actually going, going, I mean, you know, let, let's be honest here, right? Um, question is, over the past week, have I played more on the Xbox or the PS5? Well, Will, why mm -hmm. don't you also tell us what you've been playing since you're on that? Okie dokie. Wrong Whovian. I have not turned my PS5 on in over a week. Right? I've been playing the Xbox Series X. I've been playing Like a Dragon for quite a few hours. I am pretty close to 40 hours into this now. It's a good and game, isn't it? The shit has hit the fan. I, I, I do have one gripe with it. And the, and the gripe is, and it's a minor gripe. And that's when you're fighting bosses or sub-bosses. Yeah. When they're the same level as you, some read somehow, some way, their health takes longer to go down if you're the same level as them. Even if they're a boss, you may go, where do you get more points? But it's like, well, if they got more points, put them like level 29, level 30, something like that. When's the last time you played a JRPG <laughs> If they're a boss, they always have a ton of health. Regardless last of level. I played a JRPG was Persona 4. <laughs> well, that's not a that's not a traditional JRPG. <laughs> but, now I've I've heard people say that this is their favorite Yakuza game out of all out of all the other ones. How, do you have a ranking in your Yakuza level yet where it is? Um, Are you going to hold judgment I, I, on that until you've beaten it? I mean, it is quite high. Let, let's be honest. I mean, Yakuza 0, very good. Yakuza 3, very good. Um, I can't remember Yakuza 4, so I can't really rank it again. Uh, Dead Souls. Dead Souls is fucking amazing. If you can play Yakuza Dead Souls, do so. It is basically Majima fighting against zombies. Now you'd think, oh, zombies, for God's sake, they've done it to death. This was back in the PS3 when it was still fresh, right? Yeah, this is back when, like, they were there. And Judge it's Judgment was good. Majima. Judgment Majima. was very good. Judgment, I'm not yeah. Judgment, Yakuza adjacent, but still very good. I think Judgment was them, was probably one of the best, besides this one, the best English voice acted, like, Yakuza game. Yeah. Um... What chapter are you in right now in Like a Dragon? 
I am in chapter 10. Um, I have looked to see where the Liomang leader is um, because he was kidnapped. And so, yeah, so that's pretty much where I am at the moment. But, oh, oh, but you... story, I'm going to be going to do a dungeon first to build myself up a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the grinding stuff, which also gives you equipment to upgrade your weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you haven't even gotten to the other twists that have happened yet. No, not yet. <laughs> I mean, we've seen a few twists at the moment. It's like, oh, come on. You're going to... Uh, everybody, I'm going to let you know right now that there is going to be a point when Lard hits one of the later chapters where I'm going to get a message that is just going to be, holy shit, they did what? Uh, I'm having... I'm having a suspicion that a big character from the Yakuza series of the past will make an appearance, at least more than a brief cameo of what they've said because i'm trying to do a bond of one of the characters now and they were talking about how in the 80s the jingwian mafia or jingwian mafia went up against the tojo clan and i'm like did that happen enough did that happen you can see i believe it did did you get the did you get the majima reference early 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 on into in the game yeah i also saw the picture of majima in there what about the soap in the Soapland where he went back and looked at the Soapland where he grew up and he goes, oh, it's destroyed now. They said, yeah, some crazy guy drove a dump truck into it. Yep. That's, <laughs> it's just like the old man's. That's the thing about Yakuza. All the characters are good. Even the bad guys are good. Like you're sitting there going there and we've talked about it we'll talk about it again like a dragon you fall in love with all of the characters like once again kiryu is it's very much akuza one through zero through six is very much about kiryu this game is very much about the whole group yeah because they with changing the style of combat you've had to change it so it's not solo You've had to bring the party in, and and they've done such a good job of bringing it in. When when a party member shift, and I'm not going to say too much because in case people wanted to play it, and um, they they're really going to enjoy this, it's like you feel, I, I feel kind of bad, you know. It's kind of like, what well, I can't control them anymore. Ah, no, wait, no, you know. But you know the one cool thing? <laughs> you can get pirate hats. Yes, you can get pirate hats. <laughs> and costumes. Because <laughs> when he hallucinates and starts seeing the, the game character bits, it's just like, what the hell is going on? It, it's, um, people, we really recommend, I, I can't recommend this game enough right now. Um, yeah. It is hilarious. <laughs> It's super serious. There's a quest to save a crustacean. Um, the side quests are both amazing and hilarious. Um, and cringy. Some, there's some little bit of cringe sort of stuff. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. 
but it's, it's, yeah. it's but it's at Yakuza. If it's a Yakuza game, so you expect it to be a little. Yeah. <laughs> so. But um, yeah, it's time to level grind a little bit to try and get myself up to at least level thirty, I think. So what else have you been playing? Uh, what else I've been playing? Well, in playing on on. Uh, on online mostly on streaming um i did play a little bit of forza motorsport 7 and the reason i did that was jw the other, uh, last week was having trouble and he found out the reason why he was having trouble um but it was down to capture capture card related rather than him or his controller but he was getting really really frustrated with it, and i'm like going on with forza let's have a look and from my point of view nothing nothing changed so so i played a little bit of that tiny bit of that uh, played another Assetto Corsa stream last week, which I was doing well on. Well, I say well, not being last is well, you know, and I ran out of petrol um, because I didn't pit. So then I, I retried it to make sure I, I did pit in. But none of the AI had to. So I kind of feel I got screwed over in that one. Um, but it looks like the reason why is in the settings, in the pit settings, doesn't fill your car up to the brim so that's why <clears throat> so i had that and uh turned off fuel fuel consumption but i may turn that back on tomorrow uh i played another round here of the german masters in snooker 19 where i faced kyron wilson the number seventh in the world against number eight me and i i thrashed him five nil perfect <laughs> um played anomaly career in the anomaly series it's again a mobile version of a tower offense games where you've beaten the aliens back in baghdad and tokyo you think great that's all done no they're, they're here in korea causing trouble and so you have to go help out the korean army which I, i've almost done i'm down to one mission which i should hopefully finish next week um but I may have to change stream days from Thursday because of stuff happening. And finally, I played some Axiom Verge. I love this game, but it is frustrating. And the reason I say it's frustrating was because there's a move where you have to do a teleport jump. You have to jump, teleport, fire a drone, set the drone off, and then move it before you land so you can get further on into the game. That's just after I found that area. So, like a Metroidvania, there is a lot of backwards and forwards. Um, so, if you can get potentially lost easily about where you need to go next. Once you take that element away, this game's really good. I'm really enjoying it. I, you know, I'm really enjoying the boss fights. The boss fights aren't too taxing. You get the patterns down. If you can avoid it. Them nice you can change your weapons up so to help make it easier perfect i think i'm about two-thirds of the way through it now and then that's pretty much all i've been playing how about you matey what you've been up to i haven't been playing a whole lot um for obvious reasons i've dabbled in like a dragon <laughs> playing football manager 2021 because yes um, I have a Corby Towns career mode going. It's going well. Yeah. Uh, I've almost finished my second season, which we're our top of the table. Um, the board gave me a budget of 3,000 pounds. 
a week. Okay. And a transfer budget of 3,000 pounds. I have used none of the transfer budget, and I'm using only 2,000 pounds of the wage budget. And um, as I've only had to throw the water bottle twice. <laughs> best feature of that game, throwing water bottle. It is the best. Um, once it went, went really badly, the second time it actually pumped them up. Wow. Yeah. Wasn't but, the first time she twatted someone in the nose of the bottle. It just went, boom. You booped the snoot with a water bottle. Well, actually, what, what I did... There was a guy who gave a who gave us a red card, who got yeah. a red card and got kicked off in the in a cup tie against the upper league team that we were winning. We were playing Grimsby, who were in League Two, and um, mm -hmm. the guy got and our, our best defender got like thrown off for a red card. So I individually I I um I said you weren't bad, and then I did the pump fist gesture to tell me you've got the take you've got what it takes. Leave it all out in the line. Yeah. And then, I turned to the guy, I got thrown off, and I threw the water bottle at him as an individual <laughs> tug. And the rest of the team got fired up because it said you getting taken off was unacceptable. <laughs> threw the water bottle at him. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. But yeah, it's going well. I'm just managing contracts. Everybody's kind of, we're at the end of the year now, and like all these guys, because we're a part time club, are on one year, one year deals. And they're yeah. like, hey, we'd like a new contract. I'm like, yeah, I'll give you one at the end of the year. Yeah, we want your contract. Yeah, I'll give you one at the end of the year. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there recruit, like scouting out all of the Premier League teams, uh, youth candidates that they're going to kick out of the clubs, going, who's better than my 34-year-old center back? Because <laughs> I'll be in a league higher and have better reputation. And he's going to be like, but I'm also your coach. Yeah, about you don't have a contract yeah. anymore. So it cost me way too much money here. Let's just <laughs> It's like listen, you're on a hundred pounds a week. Here's a guy who is younger than you, has more potential than you, has better who's better at doing your job than you, who I only have to pay a hundred pounds if he makes an appearance. So Give I'll give you James's James's way of doing lower league football. Buy as many youth prospects as you can on contracts, part time contracts, which means they can't be taken away from you, right? Yeah. So get your starting eleven as much of them in on contract as you can, which I do. My best eleven players, all of them have contracts, which means an up an upper team club can't poach them away, and if they want to buy them in January, they can. Which means I actually make some money. I made a thousand dollars pounds in January because I actually sold players, which is it, for a league, a tier seven team. That's a lot of money, right? Number two, your backup players, let them sign them as non-contracts, and let them give them whatever they want as an appearance fee. Yeah, but do not give them an unused substitute fee. So I have. Like a, I have a backup center back, a backup midfielder, and a backup striker, backup goalkeeper, and a backup defender, who have like two hundred pound. They're re, they're good, but they're older, and they have two hundred pound appearance fees. Right, but they have no unused substitute fees and no other things, which means they get paid two hundred pounds if they play in the game. 
and I stick them on the bench. <laughs> so if I need them, I have to pay them 200 pounds. If I don't, they'll get paid a damn thing. Am <laughs> <laughs> I happy to go with this? They're non-contract. They can leave any time. If somebody, if some other team offers them a contract, they can sign it and go. Yeah. But that's what I do. I sit there and I lure them. I go, yes, I will give you a 200-pound appearance fee. And they're like, yeah, I like the 200-pound appearance fee. I will give you a lower squad role. I'm going to give you 200 pounds to be an impact sub. I'm going to get 200 pounds every time I come in as an impact sub. Hell yeah. Sits on the bench. Never. I have a backup goalkeeper. Has not played this entire year. <laughs> You know what I just did? I just cut him. Why? I'm like, I only need one goalkeeper. <laughs> They're like, you should bring up this youth prospect you have. He's like, good. He just got out of high school and played like in the high school leagues. I'm like, yeah, nah. just leave him in the youth ranks. We'll go with one goalkeeper. Like, what happens? I got a midfielder who's like six foot four. If shit happens, we'll just throw him in goal. This is lower leagues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't need the second one in time unless you get well, higher up. I'm, I, I kind of, I joke around, but in, in one of the, in the database goes so far down that I know some university teams play in the lower tiers of football league, like in like the counties leagues, the nine and tens. You can actually play yeah. as one of those ones. Wow, <laughs> it goes that far down. But yeah, so. Corby Town Adventures, uh, there will be after, in the new year, I'll set something up where we're going to do a Corby Town save. I don't know if it's going to be like the realistic one that I'm doing here, or if it's going to be the um, the usual one where I go and I buy all of the regens and just like have like a no-name regen team and we try and find our next Pepe Hands. The return of Pepe Hands. That may, because once again, I have the editor and I may, um, I may make it so that I'm the head coach and Pepe is the assistant coach. And so it'll be me and Pepe taking Corby Town to, to the top flight. I'll take some creative liberties with the series too. Like I'll make it so that he never leaves the club. Yeah. Um, and then me and Pepe were like, it'll be like, you know, what is, what is James good at? Well, James is like an all round manager. What is Pepe good at? Attacking coach. <laughs> <laughs> what is his nationality? Brazilian and English. He actually, because he did take English citizenship at the end. Um, but, and I, you guys never saw this. Um, when I finally fast forward through all of it, when Pepe finally retired, he had the number, the most goals in the Premier League of all time. He had the most Brazil caps of all time and the most goals for Brazil of all time. So he beat up Pele. He was a monster. He played till he was like 34. Um, that's... Football manager. Um, the other two games I've been playing is Per Aspera. It is a Mars game that came out where you're kind of... It's difficult to describe. It's kind of in the vein of like an Anno. Mm -hmm. We have to like manage like supply chains and stuff. And there's a sandbox mode where you basically you're an AI trying to terraform Mars. Right. But there's a campaign mode. And the campaign mode is really good because you're like an AI. You're doing this terraforming of Mars. 
and things are going and then like th- strange things start happening and I'm not when Colin and Colin show up and strange things start happening um and I'm not going to give too much of that away mm-hmm. but the big thing is the voice cast for Paraspera and I got I'm pulling them up right now Oh, I was going to say, is it usual suspects in there? Well, the thing is, too, it's an India game, right? It's not yeah. like it's not a huge game. It's it's an indie game, but it has the talents of Troy Baker, yeah, Phil Lamar, right, Liana Berens, Yong mm-hmm. Lee, Lindsay Morell, and Ania Okoye. And when you log in for the first time as the as the AI, you start playing it. You're you're the first like three hours of you playing the game. Your mission control specialist and your creator is Troy Baker. So he goes, "Hello, Amy. Um, can I uh, let's talk about? It. I think I can pull this up and uh, I I don't know if I can, but just listen to it. It's Troy Baker's dulcet tones to the entirety of the game. And for a, for a, for a small project." That's, I mean, that's, you're spending some money if you're getting Troy Baker. Yeah. Either that or he's doing it as a labor of love project, which in turn makes me even more happy. I mean, it may well be because of this year, you know. It could be. Again, it could be because, but also let's not knock Phil Lamar. He does a lot of work too. Mm-hmm. Um, so the publisher... The publisher has done nothing, nothing really big. Uh, Kingdom. Do you remember that game? It's like the 2D one where you're on the horse and you go left and right and like you get like the coins and you build up defenses as like enemies come and attack you. I can't say I've played it. Okay. I've seen, I've seen people play it. Right. But the publisher, yeah, they're not known for anything really big. They're definitely like an indie studio. But it's a good game. It's it's good. It's fun, and it's like twenty six bucks. Yeah, I don't know what the replayability is going to be like, but it's good, and I like the soundtrack, and it's it's kind of really nice and chill. Yeah. So there's that. The other one I've been playing is a game called Shadow Empire. It was another one that released on Steam recently. Uh, James, you know, drunk James buying video games and not remembering. Um, but uh, this one is... This one game harkens me back to, like, late 90s strategy games. Mm. If anybody remembers the game Deadlock and Deadlock 2, I played them... They're on good old games. A Deadlock Planetary Conquest. It is a game from 1996. And apparently it's on Steam. I didn't even know that. But yeah, Deadlock. It was a game I played a ton with my buddy back in the day. It's like, you know, you have a board, you have like kind of unit cards and you kind of move them around. It's very, very minimalist, very classic. 
And the best way I can describe it is like it is one of those games that it's like you play on like you play if you play on normal, you're playing on super hard mode. It's developed by one guy and it has a 300 page manual to oh, understand yeah. how all the systems intertwine with each other. There was a, the story behind it is a great galactic empire empire collapsed your planet that you're on is like has very minor regimes and you're kind of like after this collapse and all these wars and stuff you're you've come to power and the and this and the and are going to want to try and take over the entire planet do it through right. war diplomacy all of this other kind of stuff yeah it's very minimalist graphics it's very clunky user face interface like the interface the user interface is not it's not pretty but the amount of detail you get and the amount of stuff is is a 4x game on steroids and it is very good but the thing is is that it's got a high learning curve but once you get past the learning curve and i'm not saying i'm anywhere close to it but you know i i was playing it last night and it was like all of a sudden two hours had gone by and i was like where did the time go but yeah that's Besides from that, um, had some deadliest game last night. Yep. Progress mm -hmm. was made. Um, people finally got to see a death. <laughs> a kill. You versus Chris was fun. I mean, Chris had me the entire time. But we made yeah, it. he was toying with you. He really was. And I knew I was. he was toying with me. But at the same time, I wasn't. I didn't. I took it as seriously as I could, given the controls I had. Mm -hmm. I thought. I, I thought we, we made it entertaining at least. For people, it's what everybody wants. And then, uh, yeah, we're gonna fight Tree Bro. I guess I'm gonna fight Tree Boss next time. Will yeah. Will I, in the meantime, go and just stand by there and get summoned in and fight the Tree Boss and farm up a ton of souls to level up? It's a possibility. I'm allowed to do that. I'm allowed to farm as long as I'm not making progress. Yep. Could I also just kill rats? Yeah. So, but that's it. That's all I've been playing. Okie dokie. Then, mate. Well, I want to shout out some pimp outs. Um, yeah. I mean, chat, as always, for being here. You guys are awesome. Uh, I'm just trying to think, is there anybody else? I mean, Tracker57 this past week should get a shout out for doing the quiz night and raising 120 pounds for adoption uk which is part of the big give away in uh the next couple of days will be doubled by a company so it's up to 240 pounds he raised so well done cracker for an evening's work of a couple of hours that's really good i have a pimp so, oh got then everybody tomorrow 8.30 a.m. EST. It is real. It is happening. Come watch me and Will race F1. As the rivalry begins on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Now, last weekend, I did a first practice run on the PC of this. And I looked on the time sheets of the time trial of Australia. And the time, the, the setup I had was four seconds ahead of you before you did yours. And that was on your old run. 
which was with a controller. Mm-hmm. Now, you're only two seconds ahead of me now, but I can say I was not using the Merc. I was using the Renault. Yeah. So. So it may be a little bit more balanced when I get in the Renault. And it will be a full league. We are setting up the full league, so it will go Sundays. Doing the races that way. If you want to join us, please let us know. This will be a private server. Private server between friends. If you go out to punt people off intentionally, you will be kicked. Because that's what this is about. This is about hard, clean as you can racing. That being said, I get I get a pass if I punt people because we all know I have the ability. I I have a punt or two in me. Yeah, you're not you're not doing it intentionally though, are you? No, hell no. Exactly. That's 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 the key. And once again, people, if I'm punting people, it's not going to be Will. It's probably going to be like Kimi Raikkonen. <laughs> yeah, the AI. <laughs> I mean, we may come together. There may be a coming together between us, but it's not going to be. A Verstappen Ocon incident, you know, it's going to yeah. be a oh shit, sorry. Yeah, because let's let's again. I think if we, if we were going to use stats, I have decent pace. I have okay yeah. race craft. My awareness. <laughs> Watch Austria. Watch how I drive through traffic. No. <laughs> yeah, watch Canada last year, how I drove through traffic. <laughs> it was just boom straight through and no messing. Just elbows out, fully in, commit. I love me no a way, dive bomb. Go. Not going to lie. I love me a dive bomb. Yep. No, everyone likes a dodgy dive bomb. But I think that's it, isn't it? Are we done? Yeah, that's it. We're done. Wow. Another quickie. Yeah, well, it's the holidays, so. Yeah. Next um, week, we're going to be talking about the Game Awards. And Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, next week is Game Awards, Cyberpunk. The week after is probably holidays. And then the week after that is the 26th, last ga- last uh, show of the year, which we'll that probably weekend. talk about Game of the Year. Yeah, so if you're in our Discord, please let us know your Game of the Year. So we can talk about that on the show. Perfect. All right, everybody. I've been James. That's been Will. Our other great member is the It's the Coffee Night, who's doing his civic duty today. So let's all appreciate It's the Coffee Night for not being here, but for great reasons. Uh, this has been the Game Won't Say It Play Itself podcast. I'm going to go eat some breakfast and return that phone call I got about an hour ago. So enjoy yourselves. Be good to each other. And we'll talk soon. Where is that mixer? Uh-oh. The mix- Lord, my mixer is gone. It's gone, Lord. No. My mixer. Oh, there it is. Okay. There's the music. Goodbye, everybody.